Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you. Here till the top of the hour. Hope it's a good Sunday morning already with us with uh, some great questions, answers, and information for you. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Good to have you on board, Chuck. Good to see you. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Services. They're the number one home team inspection service in the country. They hire vets. They come in as a team. They do a great job, and I, I use them. Chuck uses them, and you want to use them as well. You can reach Brad and his team with their new number. Make note, 844-411-TEAM. 844-411-TEAM. Brad, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, folks. How's everybody? Good. We're doing good. And we mentioned awesome. good to see you because we're recording this on Zoom during our COVID shows because we each of us are coming from our individual studios or homes or offices. So what we, if you want to see a replay of this actual show as we're recording it, you can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. And uh, coming up a little later on in today's show, six killer mistakes you can't afford to make when you buy a home in the winter. That's coming up in a little bit. First off, you know, the holiday season is here, and certainly a lot of people are thinking, well, I want to decorate my home, yet I want to put it on the market and sell. Now, I don't think Brad or Chuck want to. And no, by I the way, thought about that. you never thought about that, right? Yeah. By the way, Greg is out already shooting this morning. He may be able to join us uh, listings. We, we're getting another surge of listings mm -hmm. coming in, which is good for all buyers. And uh, also an indication if you're thinking about selling, now is the time. And you still can decorate your home for whatever holiday you celebrate. Uh, but things that you should do, here are a couple of things to think about if you're going to put your home on the market, say this month or even next month, don't go wild on the exterior is item number one. If you're uh, used to over-the-top decorations on the outside of the home, this may be a good year to just scale back. Large inflatables can kill the grass wherever they're placed if they're out there for a period of time. Extensive exterior lighting setup may make buyers wonder about potential damage to the home's trim which is a possibility, especially do you, do you either Brad or you Chuck put in, Oh, here comes Greg. I think do either of you two put in um, nails to hold up uh, lights or anything like that. So you know better. Okay, no. So that's a good thing. So this may be the time to uh, get some taste, tasteful wreaths, garlands, bows for a festive look, but don't put, go crazy. And we welcome my son, Greg, who is uh, joining us, does our marketing and photography is so much more. I explained you were out already shooting this morning. Good to see you back home already. You doing okay? I can't hear you, but I see you shaking your head. Item number two, don't over-decorate the interior. That's, while many homes look amazing during the holidays, wall-to-wall -wall Christmas display or Hanukkah display or Kwanzaa, inside a home can uh, look cluttered and messy to potential buyers. And if, for example, Greg is shooting your house with photography, it dates the photos for being shot during the holiday. Correct, Greg? Yep. He's, oh. Can't hear you, but I know you're shaking your head. Still saying, yep. Yep, he's still saying, wait, make, I don't know what's wrong with this audio. But anyway, so don't over-decorate. Also, remember what you're selling. In the same vein, it's important to ensure that your decorations are not covering up the home's best feature. If you've got a fireplace with too many candles, garland, baubles, bows, it no longer is a selling point. So don't cover that stuff up. Also, consider an extra set of listing photos. So if you're anticipating going longer. If your host is on the market, you may want to set up with your agent 
to have a reshoot of specific rooms that have been decorated. And we can always do that. I know Greg more than happy to go out there. And uh, can we hear you yet, Greg? I don't know if you saw. Nominal fee. We, we fixed it up. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we're talking about money. Yeah, we'll go. kidding. Also, cons- um, encourage clients, you folks, and buyers, to enjoy the holidays. Above all, you want to make sure you enjoy the holidays, but don't let the decorating stop you from putting the homes on the market. Because right now. We, like many others, are at a point where we are desperately looking for listings. Normally, we're seeing maybe 2,500, 3,000 homes on the market. We're at 1,800 this past week. So those are some of the things that we are working on. All right. So let's talk some other items here that we've got, and let's go to Chuck first. Uh, And actually, this also may involve Brad. On a legal, this email is coming in, and we're inviting people to, because we're doing these COVID shows, we don't have the ability to roll in questions that are coming in. So we're asking folks to send us an email with a question. And you can send it with bob at com and just say radio question in the subject line. So Billy says, I just became aware of an old storage tank in the backyard that appears to be full of chemicals. And he remembered something at the closing when he bought his house several months ago that if a bank hears about something like chemicals being used in the house or storage outside, they could revoke a mortgage. And Billy wants to know how he should proceed. Chuck, any suggestions or advice on that? We'll start with well, that. Brand. First off, you need to figure out what it is uh, specifically. Um, is Whether it's out in the country or, or in a city can make a big difference. Was the property once a, a gas station? It could be anything from, you know, just a buried you know, cistern or old uh, uh, septic system to buried gas tanks, which are a big problem. Uh, there are environmental surveys you could do. Phase ones are pretty expensive. Phase two uh, is really expensive, and it, it just goes up from there. But that would be an issue that, that uh, you might want to actually speak to an attorney before you do anything about. The mortgage that uh, you probably heard about in the closing mm-hmm. indicates that you can't place any hazardous waste uh, on the property, but uh, I've never seen it come back to where they uh, they call a loan because you find prior uh, uh, instances. Uh, but but that would be um, based on all kinds of different uh, formula that the bank would use. But the first thing is to find out what it is that you've got and whether or not it actually is a problem. Um, but uh, that can be a tricky bit, so you might want to give an attorney a call. Yeah, and I'll, we'll give out Chuck's phone number in a little bit. You may want to reach out to him. It can be the worst nightmare for a, a buyer of a home. And folks, it may be you, maybe friends, family. It may be down the road when you buy a home, whether it is new construction or resale. You're walking the property after you close, and now, lo and behold, you come across something that you didn't see before. This happened to me about three and a half years ago when I bought my current home. I'm walking along, and I see little um, green circles in the ground. Now, I knew what they were, so I wasn't so concerned, but someone who doesn't know would might get scared. The circles were termite bait traps that had been used at a previous time. Brad, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, See I thought time. we were going to crop circles there. For yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, termite circles. They're, 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 the, the, uh, they're the termite buffets. So, <laughs> as opposed to the, the, the chips on the radiator, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the buffet's right. So I knew that, but so Brad, which, which brings me to you mm-hmm. as an inspector, when you're inspecting a property, it's really not the scope of any inspector, whether it's home team or anybody else, to walk the property and look for potential problems, right? 
Right. That's correct. Actually, as, as Chuck mentioned, that would fall under the jurisdiction of an environmental engineer in a phase one study. So for a home inspector or a real estate inspector, if it's a commercial property, we're looking at the building itself. Now, if it's a commercial property and there's a parking lot involved, we're looking at the parking lot as well. If there are any clues, you know, of odd humps or, you know, places where uh, an underground tank might have been, we'll note it, but we can't investigate any further than that. In the so case of a- Note it if you see something if, that looks like that. It, in a commercial space, yes. In a home, again, if we see, uh, uh, say, uh, a manhole cover, a, a smaller manhole cover that might be an old oil tank that's stored underground, we'll make note of those. We Or it, you know, maybe a cistern, it, it could be an oil tank, like you say, Chuck. So th any of the fuel tanks, we'll just note if there's any evidence of it that we see. But if it's a larger property, and that happens a lot, people have workshops on them, you know, they may have buried things out there. Uh, a home inspector is not going to look visually survey the property itself for those type of items. And we don't, we don't poke any metal uh, probes into the ground looking for corners of, of them like they would with uh, like looking for the edges of a septic tank. Yeah. yeah. So, so back to the, uh, good, but, uh, one, one point to make Bob in commercial and in uh, residential uh, sales disclosure in the commercial contracts, it's incumbent on a seller to mention any kind of environmental concern because that's a, that, that jumps up in over normal problems. Anybody that's in the chain of title on a property that has an environmental concern is liable, uh, even if you don't know about it. So, and that's where I was going. What if the, the seller had no knowledge of a tank or something being buried and it was just yeah. recently discovered? If the Superfund folks show up, then uh, everybody in the chain is going to have an issue. So we need to know. Greg, when you bought your new house, I know they dug a basement. So obviously, if there was going to be something there, you would have seen it. But so we saw the, the plenty of rock that they had underneath. But yeah, my, my question is more like um, sinkholes and things of that nature, I guess, would, would fall into this category. We see a lot out in Oldham County and, and the rural parts where the seller may see a sinkhole and then you've got to get different. They may just be throwing stuff in there or backfilling it with dirt or trying to cover it yeah. up. Um, and then we go back to our Chuck's favorite statement, known or should have known. Um, yeah. And then how do you prove it? But well, yeah, uh, if you're dumping stuff in a sinkhole, uh, that's not too difficult uh, to figure out. Um, you know, things will have dates on them. Uh, if you're dumping garbage back there, uh, there's going to be an envelope. <laughs> you know, there's, there's going to be something. <laughs> but a sinkhole, Greg brings up a good point. A sinkhole that occurs on your property first time, you knew nothing about it. That's not necessarily something that you yeah. can... A test but, knowledge. Yeah, I'm getting to the point, to, though, to where he's talking about you're dumping stuff back there. I've seen uh, lawsuits yeah. over that sure. uh, where, you know, you've just been dumping all your garbage. And uh, let's just say I know of one uh, gentleman, uh, use the phrase loosely, uh, who would basically dump anything uh, in the sinkhole that he had on the property and didn't mention it uh, to oh. the buyer. Oh, that's a problem. I suspect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a big problem. <laughs> well, all right. Um We've got a lot of stuff on the table here, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, let me give you kind of a rundown of what we're going to hit or try to hit. Uh, six killer mistakes you can't afford to make when buying in the winter. Also, what buyer demand being up and inventory down. A lot of people are actually working on their bathrooms to renovate because they're staying. We'll talk about some of the trends. And then a problem that happened to me, I don't want to happen to you as our listeners, so we'll test the knowledge of Brad, Chuck, and Greg to see if by chance they can help solve uh, for all of us 
this particular problem. It has to do also in the bathroom. We'll talk about that when we come back. We're going to take a break. With us again, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach them at 844-411-TEAM, which also translates into 8326. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, they do a great job. Closings, wills, and a variety of other things. And as Chuck says, if he can't do it or doesn't know how to do it, he will find somebody who does. That's not what I say. Well, what I do you say? say? If I don't do it, I know who does. Oh, okay. Then There's no attorney that will admit to not being not able. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I understand. You can reach him at 499-6360. My son, Greg, who does all of our marketing, photography, and so much more is with us. And also, if you want to see what people are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com, or you can read about it, LouisvilleZillow.com. And you can reach me, Bob Sikor, anytime, day or night, at 502-376-5483. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler in the Louisville Real Estate Show here. Till the top of the hour, my son Greg along is with us. Marketing, photography, so much more that he does. Does a great job. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360, also here with us. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 844-411-TEAM. And we thank Barbara Corcoran, who's one of my mentors and endorses us and does such a great job on Shark Tank. You can reach me anytime to come out and talk about getting your home sold quickly. Quickly, 376-5483. That's 376-5483. Okay, so you're a homeowner. These are some mistakes you cannot afford to make when you are buying in the winter because these are problems. And gentlemen, don't hesitate to jump in. Landing yourself in holiday debt, 
you've spent money, you now are getting into the house, and all of a sudden you find that your budget is gone, so be careful of what you're spending on holiday gifts. You failed to use your imagination. Yes, property looks a bit drab, but don't all homes seem in the winter, so some of them may be covered. Brad, a home inspection, roof, snow, ice, coverage, that could be a problem in itself, correct? Well, just remember the roof has two sides. So you're going to see the underside of the roof, uh, even if you have snow on it. I mean, you think about all our, our friends up north that don't see their roofs for, you know, four or five months out of the year. So, yeah, the home inspector will be going into the attic and performing a roof inspection there, uh, even if they can't see the shingles. Now, the shingles are going to be a different story, uh, and that'll only be visible once, the, uh, once they're uncovered, unburied with the, uh, with the snow cover, though. So remember, that could be a point where you don't get all the information, but the home inspection team will let you know no matter who you use. Don't th think about possible delays in closing. And Chuck, you can point to this. How often are you told it could be a COVID issue this year, but it could be funding, it could be a variety of other documentation. How often do you get uh, something coming from a buyer or lender or seller that says we're on hold for a day or more because of this problem? Uh, fairly regularly. So this is nothing to think that this yeah. doesn't happen. We've got uh -huh. a guy, we've got a, I mean, we've got, think about it. if you've got back to backs and uh, the first one doesn't go for whatever reason, well, the second one's not going to go. Yeah. Uh, there's always that kind of thing. We've, we've had, we've seen, we've seen issues where they, uh, there'd be bad weather in the Northeast and maybe funding's coming from up there and the, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, the power goes out at the office and they can't transfer. We've torn, I mean, the holiday weekends, uh, yeah. all well, that shoot, kind I of had some, uh, I had some sellers stuck down in, uh, Dallas once, uh, when, or Houston, when it was underwater. Uh, so, you know, that kind of thing happens. Now, remember, uh, be flexible during closings, during house hunting. House hunting always requires a certain level of spontaneity. You have to be ready to pounce as soon as you hear that a place that fits your criteria mm. comes on the market. So being flexible is even more critical during the winter season, especially if you're up against holidays. Well, having having a flexible agent and a flexing agent with a flexible spouse, because I can't tell you how many times my wife is jumping out at seven o'clock at night because a home just came on the market or came back on the market for some reason. If you don't have that flexibility in your schedule, chances are you're going to lose that on some homes. Finally, don't assume that because it's the winter, you're going to score a sweet deal. Even in the winter, home prices are lower. Sellers are motivated, but the competition is still bundled up, ready to pounce, as Greg just told you. So Yeah, this data is probably coming from basing off of last year's sales and everything, where this year we know COVID is really yep. changing. We don't, we don't see any homes that are, coming, that are lower in price value because of the season. It's, it's still hot, hot, hot. Actually, that information is fairly new. So, yeah, it does include. Well, no, I'm not debating yeah. that the information is new. I'm saying their statistical matrix is probably based off of values from last year. Oh, from year last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I mentioned before the break of a problem that happened to me, and I don't want this happening to everybody else. Drain in my bathroom. It's slow to drain and gets slower and slower and ends up taking, you know, an hour to drain if you put water in it. And so, I went out and bought, I went to the big box stores. And Brad and, and Chuck, Greg, tell me if you've seen this stuff. Now, you know, there's different name brands, but this one says guaranteed to clean your drain or your money back. Have you seen that? So I said, okay, well, it's, what's it? it's 10 bucks. I'll try it. Pour it down there. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Where's my $10? I haven't gone back for it yet, but, you know, because <laughs> that's the come on. 
So it made me think, so, and just to tell you what I did, so there's a couple of things you can buy. There's this thing that looks like, Brad, help us out here. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like uh, toothpicks attached yep. perpendicular and you shove it in and yep. it's supposed to clear the yeah. drain. Goes down about 18 inches. Mm -hmm. What's, it does what? That's my go-to. Oh, your go-to. I thought you'd say for your goatee. No. So, oh, comb no. your goatee, yeah. yeah. No. So that's your go-to. So I, I bought a bunch, but I can't find them. So I don't know where they are. So that was, that was a loss. I don't live with you anymore, so I didn't take them and yeah, hide them or anything I like gotcha. I used to. So then I did some research. There's a variety of drain cleaners and, for hair clogs. But, Brad, I got to ask you, how much damage, if it's PVC or whatever pipe is being used, how much damage can you do to one of those drains by using some of these commercial cleaners? Well, com commercial cleaner, or are you talking or about over the counter? Consumer, yeah, the, that, yeah, the consumer, consumer products are yeah. not going to damage anything. I, I don't know of anything that gets hot enough to damage uh, PVC. I don't know anything that's corrosive enough. Um, they're all really, really gentle. I mean, I've seen more people do damage by trying to jab screwdrivers, you know, into uh, traps than than I have chemicals that that tear things up. So there are liquids, gels, powders, granular stuff. Pods, any of those better than the no, other? I, I'm not sure, but what I will tell okay. you is, if you if one didn't work, don't put another one in right behind mm. it because I don't know Ooh, what chemistry work yeah. you're about ready to do in that pipe. All of a sudden, it explodes. I yeah, that you. could be a different discussion. But drain snakes. Yep. That, okay. That's the that's that's how people typically you know clean those out is with a snake. I mean, that's yeah. what your yeah. that's that's what your plumber's going to use when he comes out to uh, yeah. To three daughters with yeah. long hair, and two boys with long hair. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I've I've used that snake repeatedly. Well, I it always I, works. I got a drain snake, and then I tried to put it down, but you know the 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 gap between where the plunger goes down and into the drain uh -uh. wasn't it's, big enough. No. Well, you go in. Do you have a? Do you have the overflow? No. No. Oh, going from the back and going yeah. that way. Going through the oh, overflow. Uh, that's an idea. I didn't do yeah, that. Just, oh. just yeah. Go yeah. in there rather Break than down. trying to take your your trap apart. Yeah. So that did, mine didn't work, and I, the overflow little thing is too small to get the yep. thing down anyway. So that wouldn't be a, a thing to work. So I um, I said okay, I'm gonna have to undo the drain from underneath, right where the PV. This is PVC, and it's screwed together. So I unscrew it, and nothing's there. And I unscrew the drain a little bit from the sink, the bottom of it, and I, nothing's coming apart, and I can't get it apart. So I take a wrench, and I, you know the top that flips, sits down into the... Ladies hole. and gentlemen, at this point, you should probably call yes. a plumber in your uh, yes. escapades, but... Yes, you should. <laughs> but I try. I said, okay, I'm going to try one more Learn. thing. So I put um, a wrench on this thing and turn it, and the thing turns off, comes right off properly, uh -huh. and there's all the guck, the gook, yeah. and all the stuff, yeah. and I was able to clean it. But meanwhile... <clears throat> So this is why I'm telling you not to do this. Don't ever put a wrench to the bottom of your drain under your sink because I tried putting everything back and it's leaking. It's yeah. leaking down from the bottom. Yes. So you know well, that yeah, stuff? But there's also yeah. a variety of tapes and, and uh, epoxies that they put in there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But I got to tell you, so here's what ended up happening. So I, I'm trying to make it – I'm going to have to call a plumber eventually, but I'm going to replace the whole thing anyway down the road. So for temporary measure, you know the stuff where they've got the, the seal where they do the commercials? They put oh, it on no. the boats? Oh, gosh. 
Flex Seal? That guy. The new Ron Popeil. Oh, the, no. the Ron Popeil of the 21st century. So I got some Flex Seal on there right now. I don't think it's working very well, but ultimately... I mean, that's, that's one of those money-back guarantees, too, though. So you, you, you are due like 20 bucks back that maybe you could pay for your plumber to come and right. fix it the right way. So I, I just, just want to know, what is the lesson for our listeners here? <laughs> Call the, the, the plumber. plumber. Oh, it's, it's, pretty, a, it's very Call obvious. The plumber. Call the plumber, but very... Try the simplest thing first. I did it last, which was try turning the top <laughs> your Hello? on your phone. Yeah. All right. So there you go. I'll, sh I'll show you how to use channel locks to, to take one of those out I, using listen, the handles of it. Put it in backwards. And that's what I it. basically did. But that's how you do it. It was late. I did it on, okay. on the end. So I yep. it. All right. So a lot of people choosing to stay home, maybe putting their homes on the market in 2021 or beyond. Uh, so with buyer demand up, inventory down. So what are people doing with the, the money that they would have spent on vacations, right? So one of the key things that people are doing is they're spending money on improving their bathroom. Now, I know, Chuck, you're in a pretty new place. Any thoughts about improving your bathroom in the next, in the future, near future? No, we already did. I mean, oh, you did. there's okay. always things you can do, but. So you got, you got Sherry and you, and you decide, okay, you got the deck done, and now you got the bathroom. Oh, we did the bathroom a long time ago. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So here's what people are moving towards. This is some of the stuff. So, one of the key things in terms of improving your house and what people are looking for, office space. So, and Greg can tell you because in his new house, he's, new house, he's got some office space. So, if you're considering doing some improvements, see if you can carve out some office space, maybe in a closet that you're not using, and you can create a, a closet area in that. Also, a speedy internet. If you are looking for a new house, I know Greg's thrilled in Norton Commons. What's your speed and your internet? Well, it's, not, it's, it's fiber. It, it's, yeah. you know, a lot of people have wireless internet and older routers, um, and that's fine. But when you have everyone home and everyone's streaming off the same service, I'm, I'm a hard proponent of hardwire, uh, Cat6 cable, um, and, and redundancy. And, and you know, I'm not, I don't know about what's going on with wireless signals, but fast internet's nice. Fast internet. Gym equipment, um, places for mats, those are home gyms, and those are things that I would tell you that people are moving towards or looking for or creating in their home space. Additionally, outdoor kitchens. I know some friends who have put in outdoor kitchens in recent years. Also, gardens. People are putting money into creating home gardens to be able to grow their own food. Uh, pools, we've talked about in the past. They are backed up, some of the pool companies, for a couple of years in terms of doing that. So, remember, pools and patios. And if you're looking for more square footage, then the thing to do is possibly move. One of the things that most people are thinking about is your bathroom. So what do you do in the bathroom? You can replace the shower, replace the shower with a tub and a shower, uh, put new countertops, and that's what I'm looking to do, a new cabinetry and countertops, new mirrors, dual mirrors, single mirrors. The bottom line is, if you're thinking about improving your home, two things sell a home faster than anything else. The kitchen, updated, renovated. And the same with a master bathroom that could be seen as a retreat. So just keep in mind, if you're thinking about down the road, staying instead of moving, adding spaces, things that you can do to potentially make it a beautiful place for you guys to live. Uh, Charlene wrote in, so just pur purchased a home on the east end of Louisville, finished moving in two weeks ago. Neighbors came over to introduce themselves. And that's when they asked me if I knew the house had been featured on TV about paranormal activity. So any recourse on having paranormal, I see Chuck waving his head no. There's nothing that says in the disclosure that you have to right. reveal that, correct? Yeah. Wait, the, we, we always the, go to stigmatized property, right? Yeah, yeah. What's, stigma, what's stigmatized? But, uh, you know, 
the, the only court that's ruled uh, in, in favor of a buyer that I know of uh, yeah. related to ghost-like uh, uh, occurrences was up in New York. Um, and they, they came up with uh, not so much really ghosts as uh, the property had a bad reputation. And it was it was hidden from them. It wasn't, uh, you know, uh, okay. Not not that it wasn't disclosed, but they they overtly caused them not to know, which was BS. Um, they, you know, they're Charlene, you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or get a Ghostbuster and uh, help try, you. Uh, try and try and get. Uh, and and there's a lot of people that you know take that seriously. I, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Some houses, you know. I've, there's yeah. certain people that will go through and, you know, smudges and, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are a surprising number of apps that are even available for your cell phone wow. to wow. check for that type of activity. So I don't know about any of them, but it's amazing yeah. how many there are. On that note, we are out of time, folks. My thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby law offices at four nine nine six three six zero. That's the number to call. He does not do paranormal activity. Uh, Brad do, Waller, actually, you do. I, oh. I do. I, I took the class at U of L, Ghost Hunting oh. 101. Well, yeah. then I stand corrected. Ah. Um, and so do we all. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844 411 Team. Thanks, Brad. My Thank son, Greg, and he does our marketing and photography and so much more. Yep, UFOs are real, baby. You can yeah. reach me anytime on my cell phone. <laughs> I will not be arriving in a UFO. You can reach me at 376. 5483. Again, we're out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.